but it's really helped me to, you know, think really strategically. And that's what you have to do as a consultant. LSE has a lot of specialized programs, whereas LBS gives you maybe a more general management view. Think about your personal statement, you know, besides your grades from school, the personal statement is kind of the most important part of your application. You know, if, if you want to find the right room, I think LSE is a pretty good place to be. The LSE, every Wednesday, people are going to this bar, you know, which is called Zuba. Yeah, there's a room which is only available to LSE students, which, like, only LSE students can enter. If you are a returning subscriber, you already know the Kevin John Conquer spirit. Otherwise, welcome to this channel. This channel is all about helping ambitious people set and achieve their goals and one day uh, one way we can do so is by increasing the transparency in the industry and we do so by uploading videos like this one where people who have come into nice institutions uh, nice companies and so on tell us all about it so i'm super thrilled that we have amon on the channel he's i mean he's an expert on lse right he did his bachelor's there masters and he really tells us all about how to get in, uh, what it's like when you're studying at such a prestigious university. And of course, we also talk about London and what it's like uh, to live over there. So one last thing before we jump into it. If you yourself have you know, similar experience, you studied at a nice university, you worked for a great company, uh, we will be happy to have you on the channel. So just get in touch, feel free to get in touch. And now, without further ado, let's jump right into the video. Hi guys, I'm Eamon and I've just completed an undergrad degree at the LSE. And although I didn't study a management degree there, one of my big interests is consulting, which has led me to now do a master's in management and strategy um, also at the LSE. So as you can see, a lot of LSE is going on in my life, and I hope to be able to tell you more about the underlying decisions that led me to study there. And I'll also let you know why you should or perhaps shouldn't consider doing an LSE degree, especially if you want to get into consulting. Well, I, I actually studied a pretty niche degree, which is called Philosophy, Logic and Scientific Method. Now, you know, I'm quite sure most of you didn't even know that one could study something like that. Maybe you've heard of Karl Popper. He was the guy who said that in statistics, you test a hypothesis by rejecting it, you know, not confirming it. Many years ago, Karl Popper actually taught my degree course at the LSE. And he said one time that the course is not about studying a subject, but about studying problems. So I have to say it's a pretty analytic degree and especially logic can be quite technical and abstract. But it's really helped me to, you know, think really strategically. And that's what you have to do as a consultant. Um, and also at the LSE, they give you quite a lot of freedom in terms of your course choice. So I was able to do a few management and finance modules, um, which was also pretty cool. You know, whether you prefer LSE or LBS can't really be answered right away, I guess. Kind of depends on your taste. Um, they are both unis in central London, where you can study management masters, but that's sort of the only thing they have in common, I would say. LBS only offers postgrad degrees, while LSE has both undergrad and postgrad degrees. LBS is a business school and said to be way more practical and applied than LSE. LSE is 
kind of not strictly a business school. It's basically a university with a management department. And that's really important because the kind of stuff you'll be studying there compared to a business school will be more academic, I guess. So you have to write a dissertation, for instance. You'll have less soft skills and case study training. Um, but yeah, both unis are set to be quite hard to get into. So if you're considering doing a master's at either of the two, then I'd say you really have to keep in mind those differences. And what I probably have to say as well is that LSE has a lot of specialized programs, whereas LBS gives you maybe a more general management view. And that really is the case for all the masters, um, uh, apart from MBA maybe, but MBA is a completely different topic and LSE doesn't uh, offer one anyway. So. I guess one of my favorite books is uh, Thinking Strategically by Dixit and Nailbuff. That's this one here. You know, it's it's quite well known, uh, so maybe you know it already. The book basically teaches you about decision making and game theory and is, uh, yeah, quite practical. There are loads of case studies in it. In it. Um, most of them are about business, uh, but like some of them are also about politics and sort of other fields. And yeah, so they, they also introduce you to like things like decision trees and all that kind of stuff that you would be interested in as a prospective consultant. And actually, I think they have released a new edition of the book, which is called The Art of Strategy. So if you're looking for a more up-to-date version, then you might want to have a look at that one. Yeah, so for the undergrad admissions process, I can tell you like three main things. So the first point is like really start thinking about applying early, you know. As far as I know, it's so not the case in other countries. It certainly isn't in Germany that you have to apply well in advance of the start date of uni. So in the UK, you generally apply almost one year in advance um, of when uni starts. So for LSE, you have to send off your application by the beginning of January. And yeah, so that's that's sort of the, the application deadline if you want to start in September of that year. Second point, think about your personal statement, you know. Um, besides your grades from school, the personal statement is kind of the most important part of your application. And in the UK, you apply through an online platform called UCAS, which asks you about like providing a letter of motivation, which will then be automatically sent to LSE. So you'll find loads of information about that online anyway, if you're interested in any information about that. Yeah, third point. Yeah, think about the reference letter. So for LSE, you need a teacher um, to write a reference for you. And I guess for some teachers outside the UK, it might be a bit of an uh, sort of unusual thing. Um, so what I did is I contacted my teacher well in advance of the deadline, told her about the program um, and also what kind of stuff would be useful to include in the letter. And there's also quite a lot of guidance online for writing reference letters, if you're interested. Um, yeah, lastly, I mean, yeah, once you've sent off the application, there's really nothing you have to worry about anymore. Yeah, unlike some other unis, like at the LSE, they don't really do any interviews with prospective students. So the only thing you have to do is relax and uh, yeah, wait for their reply. So for the masters, it's kind of a similar story. You know, first you need to make up your mind about what you want to study and yeah, do that quite early because most people apply before Christmas of the year prior to when they um, start their program. Yeah, as far as I know, at LSE, the admission for postgrad degrees is usually on a rolling basis, which 
kind of means that there is no official deadline. And as soon as they send out enough offers, um, you won't be able to apply anymore. So definitely keep that in mind. Yeah. Secondly, for the masters, you have to write also quite a long motivation letter. Like mine was about two pages. That also kind of takes a bit of time. Third, besides the letter, you also need uh, two academic references, which are yeah about how well you performed in your undergrad degree in class and what you like as a person. So you also need to contact your professors for that. Lastly, yeah, you need a GMAT or GRE test and ideally, uh, yeah, get quite a decent score, I would say. Well, there's not really a typical day at LSE, I would say. What you have to keep in mind is if you consider applying, like you only really have one hour long lectures and classes and they're quite dense, but short. Um, so you spend most of your day at a desk. I normally do that, uh, either at home, in a cafe, in the library, you know. So there can be days that you spend on campus um, going from class to class and other days where you really don't have to be on campus at all, um, even during the week. And LSE, like, they kind of let you organize your time on your own, you know. So, and you really have to do that when you're outside the classroom and really make sure you put in uh, work, yeah, even on days when you don't have to be on campus. So I know that some people at LSE are incredibly busy, you know, but my advice is to really sort of make sure that you look a bit beyond your degree program. At LSE, you have lots of societies that you can sign up to. There's really anything like interest groups about consulting. Uh, you have sports societies and many other sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, many of my friends at uni I met through societies. So you can really engage with other students and also keep a healthy balance between your degree and your free time. <music> I mean, they're all pretty amazing cities. London is an incredible student city, I have to say, you know. But also, there are just so incredibly many opportunities in London to network, do internships, etc. I guess, yeah, if you want to work in Europe, London would be quite a good destination for uni. But, I mean, no doubt, uh, New York and Shanghai are also pretty cool. First, they should maybe run even more individual and small classes. They're already doing quite a lot of that stuff, but I realized that I really benefit the most from small group discussions and not necessarily big lectures. Secondly, I think they should make sure to keep this international student body, even after Brexit. I mean, at the moment, like 70% of all students at LSE are actually not from the UK. So that kind of adds much to the experience there. Thirdly, I guess, you know, they should increase financial support for students. You know, if you're considering to apply and you are, you know, shocked when you see the tuition fees. Yeah, there are some ways to get funding from LSE, but uh, that could certainly be improved, I have to say. Yeah, probably the best thing about LSE is that you'll meet so many like incredible people there. You know, there's this quote, uh, <laughs> if you're the smartest in the room, you're in the wrong room. And, you know, if, if you want to find the right room, I think LSE is a pretty good place to be. So, yeah, at the LSE, every Wednesday, people are going to this bar, you know, which is called Zuba. 
And yeah, there's a room which is only available to LSE students, which like only LSE students can enter. And you kind of have your own bar, your own music. Uh, so yeah, getting drunk at Zoo Bar is probably the first thing you'll hear about when you come to study at LSE. And now the only thing that's left for you to do really is to check out the other video. There's so much more on this channel with uh, many very inspiring people telling you all what they did, how they did it, and you can learn a lot from them. So check it out and see you next time. Bye bye.